Hey everyone, before we get started, I just want to let you know we have a detox challenge, a 30-day challenge coming up in the Now What Society community. You can come check it out at join.nowwhatsociety.com. See you there. Recording. It's spray time. Stuff falling off my desk. So nice. I'm hanging out with my friend Tamar Medford. And I am hanging out with my friend Lane Kennedy. And we're hanging out with you. Thanks for being here. This is the Now What Society. Mm-hmm. My peppermint patty fell. Peppermint patty. Oh my God, I love it. That is a fun fact for those of you that are listening. Welcome if you're new. By the way, you've caught us at a really great time in this journey. Uh, but those of you who maybe you know me, maybe you don't, I have a nickname and it's called Peppermint Patty. And the reason I have that nickname is if you actually, so if you go to our website, the thenowwhatsociety.com and you go to our About Us, like who we are, click on my, pa- my page, you'll see a big picture of me there. Pull up Peppermint Patty and tell me <laughs> that I don't look like Peppermint Patty. Oh and I would love for you to go to that big orange button on the top right hand side of the screen and just let's do a little poll here. Does tomorrow look like Peppermint Patty? So great. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. <laughs> I don't look like anyone anymore. It's so sad to me. Who did you look like before? Oh, I've had so many lookalikes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever had somebody tell you that you have a doppelganger out there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Never met her. You know, there was a big article in the New York Times about uh, this recently and about their their DNA, actually. And when you, they showed pictures of these people from different families, different parts of the world. They put them together and they looked very similar. I mean, like doppelgangers. And when they broke down, they looked at their DNA and there were actually genetic variants that were the same. I was like, yes. Wow. Are you kidding me? Yes. That's crazy. I know. So cool. Then back to the DNA thing back again. DNA. You've been on this DNA kick. I know. It's so yeah. exciting. I love, I love it. it. So important. Yeah. It's a new, you know, it's a new area. Well, new for some people, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's so much there's so much going on in this field of study. It's just fascinating to me. I think we should do an episode. I, not knowing as much about DNA, I really think we should do an episode on DNA. Yes. These days for I'm our listeners. In. Yeah, Put let's that on do the it. List. Yeah. Oh, Maybe I the don't. listeners can send in questions about DNA and I can answer them. Oh, yes. Okay, there you go. Okay. So all of our listeners in Japan, thank you for listening. Uh, all of our Canadians. Friendly Canadians. Yep. I know. Thanks for listening and hanging out. Thanks for sharing the podcast and being a part of this experience that Tamar and I are doing here with the Now What Society. Mm-hmm. If you have not joined uh, our community, I want to invite you to do that, the thenowwhatsociety.com. Uh, we have a couple of great classes in there, Overcome Obsessive Bad Habits, yep. the Brain Class. What's the other one that we have in there? Relapse prevention. So if you're in recovery, and this can go for any type, food addiction, codependency, anything. Yeah. 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 The simple detox is in there. Yeah. Uh, We're in there. 
hanging out and it's all that's all like ridiculously and free in the fall we're gonna have a book club right we're coming up to fall <gasps> because it's gonna be time some some of our listeners are probably going to be in weather not like san francisco right yeah, where they might right. be stuck inside so we figure we're gonna do a games night so this will probably be like a once a month online games night as well as uh, a book club uh and you know what else i've been kicking around this idea oh god do i really want to say this yeah you do I've been thinking about creating a little meeting in there for people who are, you know, need support with addiction. I think that's cool. Yeah, I think that might be something that's on the horizon. So as a member of the Now What Society, you would have access to all of that. So cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right, let's get into uh, the the topic today. You ready for it? I got a question. I got a question sent in. Okay, let's let's hear it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, let me pull it up. (laughs) Let me pull it up. (laughs) Okay, uh, this is. I'm just gonna say this is a, a a heavy topic, maybe, and it might be a little um, charged. So listen with caution. Okay. So the question is, <laughs> I can't stop having an affair. What do I do, Lane? I can't stop having my affair. What do I do, Lane? That is a deep, that, yeah, that, it, that topic I'm very familiar with. <laughs> you are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been unfaithful in the past. Oh, yeah. Unfaithful. Yeah. Now, this is before I got sober. Mm-hmm. I have not been unfaithful since I've been in most, most of the time my right mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want me to start? You can go, go for it. Okay. So I was unfaithful previously in a couple of relationships, actually. And the first time I got caught... Like we were, I was in my twenties. Um, I had decided to move back home because we had moved away together. He was going to university and I'm thinking this is going to be amazing, but he didn't like the fact that I drank all the time that I went to the clubs all the time. And I thought, well, that's it. I'm going home. And I had actually connected with someone I went to elementary school with. And so we started hanging out and going to the bars with friends and he became my friend with benefits. Well, when (laughs) I had a friend of mine who left me a message one night when I was at said friends and she's like hey T you know you're probably hanging out with so-and-so and hope you're having a good time well my partner at the time was wondering if this was happening and hacked my voicemail like this is the time when cell phones had just come out oh yeah and heard this, okay, mm-hmm. decided to come over to my home at 5.30 in the morning. I had just gotten home at 4, so not mm-hmm. awake yet, mm-hmm. and burst in. I got caught. Uh, yeah, that was my first experience of being unfaithful. You would think that that would be enough to maybe stop, but later on in life, I was also unfaithful, and I think at that point... Um, it was really because we didn't have an emotional connection anymore. 
I was at my heaviest. I was about 215 pounds and, and my partner was overweight as well, but we had stopped having sex. And part of that, when I had approached him about it, I just said, you know, is the reason we're not having sex is because I'm overweight. And he said, yes. And that devastated me. I was so incredibly hurt by that. And of course, you know, my brain is like, well, I'm going to show you. Right. And so I thought I'm going to see who I can pick up. I still, you know, I'm a good flirter. (laughs) And, (laughs) and that's what I did. Right. But I felt so guilty because, you know, when I was younger, I chalk it up to having fun, not, Mm -hmm. you know, I I was in my 20s. I mean, I'm not Mm -hmm. that mature now at 46. So you can Mm -hmm. imagine how I was in my 20s. And yeah, it, it, it hurt me a lot, right? Because he, he never Mm -hmm. found out. Um, Mm -hmm. I knew that by sharing that it would harm him more than me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but that's something now I have to live with. And I've also had emotional affairs, mm-hmm. right? Where it didn't actually lead to anything physical, which mm-hmm. I think, you know, from what I hear from a lot of women today, especially a lot of women that we work with is, you know, they've been married for a long time. Maybe they have teens mm-hmm. and we start to have these affairs because we're not having our needs met, right? It's, it's so we look outside. And I, I think a lot of people do it. I think it's very, very common, you know? So, um, yeah. And, and I think those emotional can often lead to that physical. <sighs> That's a lot, Tamar. I know. Take Heavy that. episode. Take that. Oh, okay. Where do I want to begin? <laughs> wow. Okay. So let's go back to... Um, this question came in through the community. They sent it to me, mm-hmm. which is, again, it shows how beautiful our community is. Yeah. How do I stop having this affair, Elaine? And first, thank you for sharing all of that, right? Mm-hmm. It's, we share a lot of our personal experience here on the podcast. I mean, that's what we're doing. We both have uh, long-term recovery. And if you're not in recovery, uh, we have a lot of personal development. We're both coaches. We're both in the space of creating better lives and supporting women. Um, and so the experience that I have to share with you today is that as soon as I put down drinking, I stopped my affairs. Um, ex- and my stocking was my stocking. That was that little stint that I had when I was in, you know, five years re- into recovery. But as soon as I put down drinking, all affairs had stopped and I had plenty of affairs. Yeah. I mean, it was like common knowledge that I was like basically almost like a whore. Like that's, I felt like it was really nasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you had a husband or a wife, I was sleeping with them. I would, I made it my job to get into bed <laughs> with whoever was in front of me. And when I stopped drinking um, and, you know, I was fortunate enough to get Uh, into recovery with my girlfriend at the time. And, and I knew that I, it just wasn't an option. Mm -hmm. Um, and I loved her a lot and it just, I wouldn't cross that line because I knew how it felt. It felt dirty to me. Mm -hmm. I also grew up with, uh, parents who uh, had infant, it was, you know, infidelity was everywhere. So I had that kind of sense of, 
that doesn't feel right. I grew up with that. And so um, I've been married now to my partner and no affairs on my end. And that's all. I just have to keep my side of the street clean. Like Mm -hmm. whatever he does is what he does. Like I I keep out of his business. Um, I'm very direct about uh, my relationship. And, uh, you know, you brought up the emotional stuff. And I think the emotional stuff is where women tend to get hung up. And I've been hung up and emotional, but I haven't gone across the line. I feel like there's such a fine line to walk. Yeah. And I've had uh, some very intense emotional relationships with other women. And I'm thinking of a celebrity that I was involved with and it was super intense Mm -hmm. and it was in my earlier recovery. I think I was five, six years like in there in that zone. And, uh, I lived with her for a while and, uh, it was, but I knew I could not cross that line. And I don't know, it was as if something else was working for me, you know, like there was another power that was working for me. Uh, and so I've just, I've never crossed that line and I pray that I don't have to cross that line. That's something that's just been drawn in the sand and I choose not to cross it. Now, there are some resources or questions that I want to share with, uh, the person who asked this question, like, how do I stop having this affair? And I think one of the questions to ask oneself if they find themselves in this situation is what does monogamy mean to you? Yeah. Right. That's the question that I constantly ask myself. Do I want to maintain a monogamous relationship? My answer has been yes, 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 yes. Throughout the years. Yeah. Where are you at with that question? Absolutely. It's a big yes. I mean, I'm a serial monogamous now, right? I have not strayed. And anytime I have thought of Mm -hmm. strain, it was because my needs weren't being met Mm -hmm. on an emotional level, which now I'm with a woman that's, Mm -hmm. that's there. It's not even an issue anymore. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The emotional it's all of it though. It's, it's, it's mental, emotional, physical, spiritual. Yeah. Right. Really thinking about are your needs being met and does monogamy truly work for you? Yeah. It's, and for some women, for some men, it doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And then if it doesn't work, then be honest about that. Right. Right. So going back to our community member in this question it's like how do I stop having my affair well is monogamy your thing you know that's where you start is this something that you value is your partner someone who you want to explore other areas right and we've talked about we had the um episode around sex Mm -hmm. right spicing things up right Mm -hmm. so can you explore other areas with your partner? Yeah. Can you uh, end your current affair, right? So how do I stop having this affair? Can, can you? Can you just stop it? Can you remove yourself from mm-hmm. it? And, okay. you know, 
It is hard. And something I wanted to add to that, because I've actually yeah. had this conversation a few times with people yeah. over the last few weeks, yeah. is that we are so, like, we are raised to do what society tells us to, uh-huh. to uh-huh. get, you know, as women, we are, we were raised to get married to, now, you know, not everybody, but in general, get, you know, married to a man, have yeah. children, buy the home, right? And I struggled with that because well first of all I was with the wrong sex second of all I was I you know I didn't I wasn't that caretaker I wasn't the person to make people dinner to dote on people and Mm -hmm. I was very independent right so I didn't I felt like I didn't fit into that mold I felt like I didn't fit into this life and I think a lot of women that I talk to they stay in these relationships or situations that don't fulfill them because they mm-hmm. feel they need to be there because that's what society tells them to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking about, you know, the rules we have around, you know, breaking up with someone, getting into a relationship again. Mm-hmm. You know, I know people who have actually had affairs who have met their soulmate. They ended up leaving yep. their partner and yep. living long lives together with that yep. person they had the affair with. And, when do we take away all these rules? Yeah. Right? Well, there are the rules, but there is defining what's right or the right rules for you. Yes. Agreed. Right. So in the fact of your, the soulmate, like they, like, right, they had to go inside and see like, this is my soulmate and I have to leave my current partner. Yeah. And that can be really hard and devastating and just, yeah. And if there's kids involved, it gets messy really fast, mm-hmm. right? So how do I stop having this affair? It's like really going inside, going to therapy, going to somebody where you can talk this out, get it out of your head and objectively assess, can I, can I leave my partner or yeah. my, my husband, you know, my husband, or my wife, you know, can, can I do that? And then am I going to be fulfilled with this person I'm having an affair? Will I be okay knowing that I left that for this? Big. Big questions to ask yourself and to consider. And I don't think this is something that you can do by yourself. No. Right? I think it's, it's really important to work with a professional around this to get the support because these questions are serious serious yeah Yeah. because the grass is not always greener on the other side when you're lacking something in a relationship and you're not willing to work on that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right because a lot of times it comes up it's well it always comes down to us yeah and like you said like is this person worth staying for and if that's a yes then what are you going to do why are you seeking other things outside of that marriage, right? Because there's something lacking. Can you fix that part that's lacking? Yeah, yeah. That's tough. Is it it the emotional, right? Is it the spiritual? Is it the sexual? Is it the mental, right? Right. There's something off. Yeah. And it's assessing what part of the relationship, maybe maybe it's the mental's off and the sex is off, but the spiritual's really good, right? like really looking at all the areas of your life with your current partner or your married partner, right? Mm-hmm. And and working it out, like going to them in, not one-on-one, like again, this is like getting professional help and, and having these really, this, this hard conversation 
to, because you don't want to live in a lie. No. Like at the end of the day, living in the lie every day is going to harm. Bringing it back to the DNA is going to harm <laughs> your, your cells, yeah. right? Being a liar every day is hurting your body. Mm-hmm. It's hurting your emotional regulation. And you can't meditate that shit away. No. Yeah. You just, no, you cannot. You, just, you can't meditate a lie. You can't meditate that away. No. Oh my God. Guilt. You can't meditate guilt away. No. Uh, so how do you stop having this affair? You know, get honest. Mm-hmm. Get some help. Enroll. Uh, I know that there's some really great uh, couple. Uh, what is it called? There's a, there's a couple who does these retreats. Um, but before you even get there, it's like asking yourself, where do you want to be in 10 years? Like, do you want to be with that affair or do you want to be with the partner that you've had and you've had your two kids with or your three kids with or you built a, a, a business and a, a whole life with? Yeah. Yeah. It's so serious. Because that's the other side of it. You're having an affair with someone. They know you're in a relationship if you're being honest about that part of it. Right. And what's to say they wouldn't do that if you decided to leave for them and pursue a relationship? And we all know, I mean, that honeymoon phase, Mm -hmm. it doesn't Mm -hmm. last. I mean, you Mm -hmm. can spice up your relationship, but sooner or later, reality is going to hit. You guys are going to go through... And this is what I'm finding fascinating about being in a a new relationship now Mm. is seeing when the challenges start to come up. How do you how do you walk through that together? Right. Because my partner has three kids Mm. and I get to walk that journey with her and we communicate. And it's it's fascinating. Right. Because, you know, that that honeymoon where everything is like blissful Mm -hmm. and, you know, whatever. And you can't leave the bedroom for weeks on end. That goes away. So think, you know, we have to, because I, I, I think we, if you're anything like we are, we seek that next high, that new, that next up, right? And eventually, you know, the world has an, a way of balancing itself mm-hmm. out again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I think I'm going to pull in the would you rather here. Ooh. Right? So would you rather live the rest of your life in a lie or be lied to? For the rest of your life. I think I'd have to pick be lied to. Because I've living in like. When I lie, I feel it. Yes. And that for for a person like me, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that could be the difference between me staying sober and not staying sober. Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough question. That's deep. Or being emotionally a wreck. Right. Uh, Because, you know, you don't have to have a drinking problem here for this. No. Like this is just living your life. Living in a lie. Yeah. Like what about you? uh, I would want to be lied to. Yeah. Because I can't lie. Like, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. I just I have to keep my business clean and straight and on the beam and centered and present and aware right like that's my job to do yeah 
Well, even when I, you know, relapsed on the chicken strips, I mean, do you think I wanted to share that? No. <laughs> no. But I did because then I would be sitting here enjoying chicken strips oh, God. and being like, I'm such a fraud. I talk yeah, about yeah. being clean from yeah. chicken strips, but I'm not. Right. So that's why I confessed. Yeah. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. So how do I stop having my affair? My friend, this is such a great question, and I, I hope that you can find uh, a solution and perhaps you know, going within and getting some help to sort out the answer to mm -hmm. this question, you know. And if you uh, have built a life with this person and there are kids or no kids or there's houses or no houses, right? It, there's so many layers to this. But going within and getting some help to, to find clarity. Mm -hmm. Because I think when it comes down to it, you know, living with that shame or that guilt, that is going to affect you for the years to come. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what do you okay. really want in your life? Yeah. What is it? Like, what, what is the end game here? Yeah. I like, I like looking at the end game. Me too. I was writing about my end game yesterday, tomorrow. It's fabulous. Can I share my end game with you? Yeah, you can. Not even my end game. It's just, you know, where I want to go. Like, I want a ranch house. Do you know what a ranch house is? One story. Yes. Yep. So I grew up in a ranch house, and mm -hmm. I just love ranch-style houses. We call them ranchers. Okay, ranch. In Canada. <laughs> Canada, the Canadians. <laughs> so I just, I really, like, started visualizing this, this, this place, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I, I want that. I want a pool. I want to be traveling two or three times a year, right? And I want to continue to support and optimize women's health so they can really live out their best lives. Uh, but I've been just like, that's where I'm going. I see that house. Where is that house? Is it somewhere warm or is it somewhere cold you know, in the mountains? So, you know, no, no. It's, you know, I keep seeing down like Palm Springs area. Yeah. Yeah. Palm Desert, Palm Springs, India, like down the, I love that backdrop and that mountain range there. Yeah. Oh, it just makes me happy. Yep. Mine's the beach. I've had that vision for so long. Oh. Home on the beach. Yeah. See, if you get a home on the beach and then mine's in the desert, we could swap. I know. That's so good. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> So let us know where your, uh, you know, dream house is. Send us a note in the community. Ask us a question. Do we want to do anything else with this question? This was a big, do you have anything else that you want to share? Well, I feel a little sad after that question. Oh, okay. Wait. Because okay, we can't. here, here, I don't like being lied to either. Yeah. Trust is huge for me. Yeah. You know, and it's the littlest things. Like I've talked about it on a show in the past where, you know, I've had, I, I was a smoker, right? And I'd hide it from people. But I've also had the opposite happen to me, mm. right? And it's the littlest things that we lie about yeah. yeah, that it just causes that. I wonder if they're being truthful right now. And I don't like that feeling. Like mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's a, yeah, that's a hard one for me. So I, that's why I feel a little bit sad after that. Mm. Because I'm like, I don't, I, I feel like there was one answer that in my brain is logical for my situation, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. still doesn't mean it didn't hurt. Yeah. 
It's yeah. hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Uh, it's hard to watch somebody um, walk through the other side of that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, watching, watching someone uh, be on the flip side of that of where their partner did have the affair. Yeah. And then they, it did, you know, unravel. And it's just honesty. It always comes back to like honesty and your desire. Like what, where do you want to go in your life? Mm-hmm. And what's keeping you from that? Yeah. And knowing and, and holding that vision that you can, you can create a wonderful partnership or a marriage or whatever kind of relationship you want. But being honest about it. And that's what goes back to that monogamy question that I started with. Like, so what do you want? Do you want monogamy? Does it work for you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, There's plenty we, of options out there. Can we end on a joke? Do you have a joke for me? <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> we need a joke or something. I know. Send us jokes. <gasps> God. Come on, something. Anything? I, I don't have a joke right now. I don't, oh you know, I, I'm sorry. I have to think about, you know this about me. I have to, I be, prepared. Like to be prepared. Uh, would you rather get matching? Oh, here we go. Would you rather have matching piercings above your eye? <laughs> or would you rather have matching tattoos? on your neck tattoos really yeah oh i'm going for the piercings all day because <laughs> i could take the piercings out <laughs> see i love i'm a big tattoo fan okay so i mean the first thing i'm like oh, getting giddy here thinking tattoos but yes now logically when you say that i'm like <laughs> that makes sense right. thank you lane thanks for bringing us back down to the logic oh. I instantly go with the tattoo. (laughs) Tattoos for more, man. Yeah, more. (laughs) Tomorrow, so fun hanging out. I I hope this episode was helpful and fun and insightful, perhaps, Mm -hmm. for some of our listeners. Mm -hmm. So fun. Join the community. Check out the website. It's new. TheNowWhatSociety.com. Send us a question and we'll see you next time. Till next time. Bye.